Welcome to Talking in Stations. I am Madderall. It is May 3rd? Yeah, tomorrow is May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And then May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. But uh, May 5th is actually Eve Online's birthday, so we're coming up on successive important days. Uh, we'll be on tomorrow and the next day to celebrate Eve's 18th birthday. Uh, but here we are today on the 3rd. Uh, I'm here with Caleb. How are you doing, Caleb? Hey, guys. We also have Abby Rova. Hey, everybody. These are a news... Uh, I don't know. What do we call you? News Wrangler? Hmm. And problem solver, let's call him that. And also is uh, co-host Rundle. How are you doing, Rundle? Hey, good evening, fellow New Eden pilots. All right, good to have you back. Uh, and uh, welcome to the Talking Station Show. Let's talk about EVE Online. Uh, big news today. Can you guess what it is? I will. Was it, it the post? Is it foundational? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it's. Uh, Eve Foundation is a new quadrant that is starting soon. I like that. They gave themselves some flexibility uh, and some interesting things in it. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys take away from this? <laughs> uh, wow, CCP. Thank you for confirming what we've talked about for two weeks with a very, very vague posting article. Well, let's tell them what's in this. Uh, speaking yeah. of vague... Let's start I was going to say, my first impression was, thanks for, thanks for uh, making me no longer trust uh, April 1st uh, news articles. I know, that was... Uh... Okay, still vague, still inside. Uh... You asked what was our first thought. My brain is vague all the time. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the news and let's talk about what it said. Who actually read this, first of all? Let's start there. I did, uh, every word. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, let's go through it. What's we in it? We all did. Are you implying I... that we are some sort of slackers? No, let's go through what's you in it. We just show up and talk about Eve without actually doing any homework. Is that possible? I mean, we're not phoning it in here. Some of us even logged in today. Okay, let's get to it. Uh, uh, am I going to have to pick somebody? or? No, no. Okay, no. listen. Uh, right. The Foundation Quadrant, which is starting soon. Um, oh, no. May the 4th. Officially starting May the 4th. So today for me... Um, since 2020, uh, they've divided into four quadrants. So what they're saying is we have Capsuleer Day coming uh, like next week. When is that? The 12th? Yep. Uh, no, sorry. It's running In 12, 12 days of days. it, right? Yeah. So from the 6th of May to the 18th of May, we've Capsuleer Day. Uh, the celebration of the 18th uh, birthday of Eve Online. But we also, after that, then they hint at the each four major main empires' uh, own days. So, you know, you have your um, your Galante Day. Uh, I have them here in there. One sec. Yeah, the Galante Federation Day is in June. Minmatar Liberation Day in July. Uh, the Amar Foundation Day in August. And the Cadillary Union Day in September. So those are common as well. Um, really big news, I guess, that we alluded to was the article that was the April Fool's Day joke, which is no longer a joke. Um, what do you mean? Empires. What's the April Fool's joke? So on April Fool's Day on the launcher, they had an article talking about that they're building a gate to stain. <laughs> okay. Uh, as the meme is, gate uh, stain is one of the Nullsec empires without a gate to uh, empire space, is it? Yeah. yeah to low sec or, or even high sec. Anyway. Hold on. Uh, bef before you go on, just for people who are like, why is that funny? Uh, 
Well, let's find out. Dotland Eve Maps. Let's look at stain in the world map and take a look at it. So we're going to interrupt our program to tell you why the stain joke is funny. We look at the universe. Uh, down here is stain. Okay. Now, what do you notice about stain? There is only connections from these far-off lands, Aquarius, period basis. It's land tied to Esoteria. Uh, and there looks like there's something coming in from, I think that's probably Catch. Yeah, there's Catch and yeah. MNT Pass, those areas. So this is basically uh, so it's NPC area with no conquerability. So it's always going to be uh, neutral ground. But Rundle, what's, what's missing? Uh, any connection to uh, low sec or high sec or empire space, basically. It is only connected to additional uh, null sec space. So it's a null sec island. You have to get to it via null sec through null sec. It's completely null sec oriented. Right. That's and, the, that's the and the chief complaint is, or one of the complaints is, it's pretty far away to get to because it's neutral ground. It's desirable. If you want to basically terrorize the areas around stain, you need to get there. But to get there, you need to pass through a gauntlet of sob holding areas. And so it kind of defeats the purpose of stain being a place right. to like set up shop to do some banditry. So yeah, that, yeah. And here's why that might be important to you, right? Is it's a Sancha's nation uh, location. So NPC areas, if you want to go hunt Sancha, if you want to run Sancha based missions or any of the missions associated with that, you need to find your way into stain, hop through all the, NullSec standard, you know, key camps and everything that's going to happen elsewhere in NullSec. They are NPC stations, so you at least have that. But that's why you would want to go there. And it is exceedingly difficult to get there without all the tools. So there's pros and cons to that. There'll be a lot of people who will be, yeah, that's the part of the whole point. But um, it's always kind of been a long standing, uh, just call it a pain in the ass, that you have to work your way through right. so much of NullSec to right. get there to there. Right. And and we'll show you characteristics of Stain in a second. But the joke is there's this guy named Stain Guy and uh, he writes on forums or whatever. And he says, hey, where's, I have a suggestion for you, CCP. How about a gate from low sec to Stain? And so he keeps pushing that. It's like the thing that he's pushes for, I think, years now. And Stain Guy is an alt of somebody who's well known, but it's kind of a mystery who Stain Guy actually is. Uh, but the idea is there's always this reoccurring joke of, are we going to get a gate to stain from low sec? And so that's what the April Fool's joke was, that there was, what was it, Abby? Was it in the notes? Yeah, there was just a, a little article popping up and it was like, uh, uh, oh, brand new news. Uh, the long awaited gate from stain has begun construction, right? Um, why, and why, are we giving, why are we giving Fozzie this much airtime for his hobo uh, troll? Yeah, so here's the issue. There's that April Fool's joke, and then a few days later on Hobo Leaks, the site that uh, monitors say CC, uh, an event uh, item popped up that described an event that would feature the four uh, empires that would be working to add new gates to New Eden. Now, just because it appears on CC doesn't mean it's going to end up in the game, um, and our own uh, Kenneth Fells uh, even mentioned how uh, Fozzie likes to joke with people by releasing stuff on the CC so it'll appear on Hobo Leaks that doesn't actually isn't going to appear in the game 
Yeah, and and I, I think CCP Rise have actually done it a few times as well. It's like it's like this small uh, back and forth thing that the dev seems to be doing with the the hobo analyst, right? That likes to dig into the data and find all the the secret source. That then sometimes CCP just puts in this complete bogus uh, stuff in there and small jokes and the way they name the placeholders and all that stuff. It's basically to troll us and tease us a little bit. And, and it's actually been and, going on for quite a long time, to be honest. And reduce our trust. So th this needs to be explained. Well, too, this needs to be explained too, the, the idea of it being a joke, I think. And that is, let me just get through this explanation then we can go back to this, that uh, EVE Online players are always looking for advantage. Knowledge is an advantage. If you have knowledge ahead of time, you've got time to act before anybody else especially when it comes with like fittings and changes to uh, uh, descri not descriptions, but characteristics of things and especially market stuff. Like you don't want people to have that ahead of time all the time, especially the market changes. But um, what people do is they look at the test center to see what's new on the test center. And they do it through a, a service, I guess, called Hobo Leaks, Hobo Leaks. And that shows you what was there and what's new and it compares the two so it shows you all the changes and people crawl through those things looking to see what's changing in the game so they can start to adapt before it ever hits the game and so when you have people that are that attentive to advanced knowledge and they are getting it off the test center people have an unfair advantage that are looking at that sort of thing so what one developer i don't think rise does this but fozzy what he'll do to be playful, but also to obscure information is throw little things in there that are inside jokes, like the stain guy's gate to stain or uh, sometimes false information to throw people off so that you don't always know if you can trust the information that's on test center. So it's kind of a dual thing. It's a little bit of joking, but it's also, you know, I know you're referring to what Kenneth is saying, but in this case, I'm pretty sure that he is provably wrong because I have, heard rise admit to actually putting uh hobo trolls in there more than once okay so all right i'm saying that it's so the developers is just wrong yeah Fine. so um there was the april fool's day joke which is a great joke and everyone laughed because ccp was laughing along with our memes uh then this thing appeared on hobo leaks which made everyone question it um but it's still not proof well now they've come out and said it there will be an event uh We'll be able to construct new Stargates uh, into their territory. They'll be asking players to help reshape the map. Um, so I think this is going to be a bit like the Triglavian invasion we had, you know, players banding together for one cause or maybe another cause. I don't know if it'll be players being able to infight between themselves and their own groups, or maybe they just help the empires. Um, but very cool. Uh, we saw what happened with the Silk Road when the map was changed with the Poshvan region being added. And I look forward to seeing what happens with the map in the future and how the trade routes will change. Yeah, depending on how they implement it, depending on what the consequences are, because, you know, CCP rarely does anything without consequence. It is one of the foundations of the game, right? So I, I'm really actually interested in seeing what the consequence of this will be and how they play that out. Um, it could be minor, it could just be another gate, okay, it opens up NullSec to a, an area, but I, I just don't think that's how they're going to do it. There will be a consequence of some sort. And we saw the consequences, like you said, with the Silk Road, with the Triglavian event. So I think this is going to be really interesting to either participate in or watch.
I think, again, this is also my hope, but I think it's slightly related to what we've talked about for many years about bringing back um, what was originally called the highways, right? This is going to be some sort of uh, gate mechanism that functions in a similar way of, of skipping some of the big routes. And especially if CCP is planning on doing an all-out war, then the map might actually go back to how it looked way back in the old days where there was very obvious uh, low space uh, low space between uh, the empires, almost like neutral uh, zones in, in, in warfare, right? I think this is what they kind of want. They want, when, when you're talking about what happened with the, the launch of Triclavians, with the whole dynamic uh, and agency thing where, where players could actually uh, have an impact on the map and actually change things. I think if they bring in something like uh, hot f- faction warfare, where instead of it being randomized zones, it's actually the map you're pushing around, almost like what we asked for 10 plus years ago about dynamic uh, TrueSec. I, I do actually suspect strongly that this is where CCP is trending with all this. And especially because this is exactly what you would want when it comes to meaningful content that has actual law behind it. It, 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 it almost forces us to participate in the law. I know this is uh, one of the things where, where Ash is, uh, is kind of uh, an important law guy to me because I've been teasing him with uh, the fact that law is useless and doesn't mean anything in Eve. And then Niagara actually happened. And I had to actually apologize and say, okay, maybe it does a little bit. Well, and, and with those mechanisms, just if you take a step back, they have the mechanisms in play now to be able to do stuff like this, right? To be able to have a little bit of that dynamic, uh, dynamic true sec, right? I mean, when the, the Triglavian stuff, there was, you know, they kind of all of a sudden a system that was a 0.7 before all of a sudden became a 0.4. Right. So they very clearly have now implemented these mechanisms to be able to support these kind of storylines and these support of it to support like a dynamic um, story event more than just a storyline. So like I said, consequences. I think it'll be really, really interesting to see how they move forward with it. And again, this brings on the whole uh, bring back Yulay and bring back the highways. And if CCP wants to do something called a novel with uh, the new player experience, I know, I think that was something we covered a, a while back, talking about how do you introduce a new player to EVE? Um, and right now, the, the, the type of, of missions and activities that they are forced to do are kind of weirdly off. And then, of course, we have the uh, aura changes with uh, the new avatar. I think I think CCP have some plans with uh, new player uh, stuff that uh, could be very much tied into the fact that we could be going towards a hot faction warfare. Yeah, here's here's a look at Aura and her uh, 3D body, and she moves around and gestures and talks, and her face moves around. She is a computer, uh, digital. She's a digital creature. She's an AI. Yeah, artificial intelligence. Uh, she's not a hologram, though. It doesn't look like she's a hologram. She's got her own portrait and stuff, but looks pretty good. And it's the longest awaited uh, thing, uh, second only to things like uh, um, uh, formation flying, right? Pretty much since we locked into this game, we had a lot of the, the law nerds expected at some point the, 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 the four empires would actually 
escalate to some sort of really uh, hardcore war scenario, but it never actually happened. And if it's going to happen now, I think I'm going to have to request standing ovations from uh, all the law nerds. Hmm. Well, okay, so that's some of the major things that are in this. It's the 18th birthday of EVE Online on the 5th. That's a couple of days from now. But they're going to have events. You could see, thanks to Ash Jarothy, who sent this over to me just now. He's in the audience. Say hello to him. Uh, is uh, CCP Fozzie elaborating on the events? And he is uh, part of the team that actually does the events. He's the designer there. Uh, so he knows a lot about this. There's a few things that are going to happen that are going to be big, and I think that might be tied to events around this 18th birthday. One is the ESS, mm, what? Reserve Bank. Reserve, Reserve Bank. bank. Yeah, yeah the, the, the bank that's hard to open that has never been opened because the keys haven't been given out may be part of this. We know it's going to happen during this next quadrant, three months. Uh, so we assume it might be a part of the celebrations for the birthday. And uh, that's big news because there is a lot of money in each of those banks, each system. No, Constellation or System? It's, uh, system. System, right? That's a lot of banks. Has, and it, has accumulated a lot of money. We've just got so much stuff to look forward to. I don't, I don't think people really realize how much stuff is in the pipe right now. Of course, CCP is not doing proper roadmaps anymore, but... From the things that they're they're telling us that they're working on, we have so many things that we know is uh, around the bend and just on the horizon. Exactly when they're going to do these things is, is of course, anyone's guess. But we know that the the next thing uh, to happen with after industrial changes is the tech two stuff, right? We 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 know that they they have have plans with um, um, uh, they, they've talked about plans with actually giving us. Uh, the animation stuff uh, to our avatars, similar to what uh, Aura have now, because this is something that was announced two years ago, or maybe mission agents, ago in I Vegas, think. right? Mission agents were next, I think. Yeah, mission agents would most likely be next, but then our avatars are perfectly capable of doing the same thing, because this is something that they have tested and experimented with. There's just so many things that is right. on the table that is. Our avatars move. Well, our avatars move now, as you can see. Abby's avatar is moving. Her crazy eyes are blinking, and uh, she's moving back and forth. So it's already happening. But for for them to map our voices as we talk, maybe that's a technology a bit too far. But I do want to point out what's behind Abby here, and that is inside of the new Jita interior, which is expansive, very big, and very lively. There's even uh, uh, ship models of drones that are flying around. You can't see them; they're too small here. Uh, but there's a lot of lot of detail in the new Jita interior, which is coming. Let me just get out of the way. That's a Stratios. You can just about make out in the background. Wow, you totally ducked out. That was wild. Uh, yeah. So you're talking about the the cargo container uh, carrying drones, right? Yeah, lots of cargo drones moving around and everything. So it's really cool. Three different sizes, as far as I remember. Yeah, and then you also have again uh, an animated character who's going to be your coach through the beginning, who's going to somewhat encourage you, laugh at you, and educate you on getting started in Eve Online. And then uh, we're not going to see mission animated mission characters for a while, but the underpinnings are there. That's one of the things we saw when we looked at the test server. And then... Uh, well, the, the point is how that mechanic stuff works, right? I don't think it's pre-scripted because that would take too long and too much work. So 
I'm pretty sure that the mechanics and the ticks and the facial expressions and the and the mouth movements are all part of that automated system that they promised us for our avatars back in the day. The the fact that uh, Aura is the only voiced uh, NPC uh, character at the moment is is why this has not happened yet. But if if you get voiced over content from other a- mission agent types, then integrating this into it is going to be fairly easy. This is why I, I do think that we're going to get some sort of uh, feature like this to our characters eventually. Whether that is very far down the pipe or very soon, I don't know. But the mechanics that this is actually operating on is exactly the thing that is required to do these avatar overlays. Yeah, that's right. Uh- I'm um, sorry, real quick, can I just cover as well in that foundation update, if you scroll down, they announced that they will be adjusting Triglavian standings, so uh, potentially it could be easier to get into and move about uh, Poshvin, which is really nice. The gates in Poshvin have quite high standing requirements at the moment. Yep. Um, and it can be very difficult to, to get all those standings. Yep, I was getting to that too. Uh, that I think goes with these bridges. So it looks like they're going to have four events for each, uh, one event for each empire and uh, possibly looks like one new bridge or regional gate or whatever from one of the empires. These things seem to go together. We'll see if they do. Uh, in addition to the empires, though, you have the Poshman Gate, uh, which I think will allow players to get in there a bit better, as you said, Abby. And that's because they have something the size of a region that's not really being utilized uh, as well as it could be. It's in the middle of empire space yet. It has a smaller population than the great wildlands, which is just desolate territory. This is is also because uh, I was talking to Abby about this earlier today, the standing requirements for Poshwin stuff. I think CCP has realized that it's a little bit uh, quote unquote too damn high. Um, And if they're going to bring in something similar to other features in the game, I think it's important that they normalize these. So, I don't know exactly where they're going to lower them to, but uh, I think Abby and I actually agreed that it should maybe land in somewhere around uh, two, four, and six instead of currently what is it, three, five, and seven. Yep. Which right. is, you know, trig three, five, and seven is very high. Well, just to take a gate. Well, anyway, that uh, quadrant is going to be huge i think for players it's going to make a big difference for nullsec and pirates of nullsec because those ess um uh those CNSM, ess banks are just gigantic and that's going to be a lot of it's going to be like a gold rush for all that stuff and we'll I forget the number but it's trillions right trillions, trillions yeah. yeah trillions they won't probably all open up at the same time i don't know but i think they're going to be tied with these events and and this is We've explained this before, but this is a really good way to create single uh, event conflict uh, and participation, again, like a gold rush, that can repeat itself because then they lock those banks up again and they wait six months or a year and let them fill up again and then you have another um, gold rush. So get in on that if you can. It's going to be, the money is going to be huge. That's going to be well, and it's also thing. tied into what the ecosystem team is trying to do when it comes to the ISK faucets, right? And I do think that you're going to have to expect to see more of this stuff where it's almost like they're putting in a bottleneck or stopgap um, for ISK printing. Uh, so you're going to see this. Uh, it, it's almost like steps before the actual ISK is actualized in your wallet. Um, and I think they're going to slow it down even further. Because 
when you're talking about uh, ISK and ISK value compared to uh, raw material value, right now we have a problem with the fact that the faucet is too open, which means ISK is evaluating over time. In an ideal scenario, we want the opposite, so ISK becomes valuable again. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's a move to uh, thwart uh, the much hated maligned bots. Uh, so because you can't really you can't really plan for these things, and you, to participate, you have to uh, be active. I'm sure they're going to make it a little bit random, so it's not just everything's open at once. Go raid wherever. So it's a way of saying if you're going to play the game, you're going to get wealthy in the game by playing it, but you're not going to program your we- your way to luck to to wealth. I think that's what oh, just to of. answer Space Gator or comment. Um, I I would I would tend to agree that it would not be worth it to invest all these dev hours in animating Aura, except if it's intended to give us as players the ability to have animated avatars. It is more than worth it. All right, so that's foundation, huge. Uh, next three months, look for some interesting stuff, but it's basically going to be celebration. Eve Online turns eighteen. And uh, big uh, gold rush, and some interesting stuff uh, with the empires and new gates. So, but I think the, the big thing is going to be ESS. It's uh, we, a lot of people aren't talking about that right now. They're talking about this gate thing because it's kind of novel, but the ESS huge. Okay, something else happened today. Let's have a look at that. Yeah, some some dirty people were shooting Galente people. <laughs> Oh, you're, a... you're not Kaldari, are you, Rundle? Of course I am. All right, world news. Uh, we talked about this yesterday on the Sunday weekend report, and uh, Arcia did a whole section on what's been going on the last week or so with these uh, live events, which is basically uh, CCP manned ships. Uh, they're characters in the game, so they're blasting planets, and people come and destroy these massive dreadnoughts uh, and clear them out. And, you know, they take about 30 minutes uh, each time this has happened. It's happened about four times. Today was, sorry, three times. And then she said yesterday, Arcia did, on the show, that she expected there would be the Kaldari response uh, to being bombed uh, or to get involved in these faction war things that are happening between these empires, all NPCs. Uh, And she said that Dreadnoughts from Kaldari would probably attack next, and that would mean that all four empires had made an attack during uh, the, the week and Send sure enough the phoenixes that's exactly what happened today so kaldari dreadnoughts I have, I have a small related comment i don't know if people feel hold the hold, same hold your you. comment for one second let me just read this headline uh kaldari dreadnought destroyed uh dreadnoughts destroyed over tierivev tierivev four in a battle to stop bombardment uh, I'll tell you more about that system in a bit. It's in Verge Vendor. All right, go ahead. I don't know why they stopped there, but go ahead, Caleb. Uh, it's just right now what I'm taking away from all of this, having now watched almost all of these events live, um, well, that's the benefit of being locked down in COVID, um, is the fact that I'm seeing big ships bombarding planets. When was the last time EVE players experienced ships bombarding planets? Five one four. Yeah, exactly. And what is actually being created right now in London? Apparently, another first-person shooter, Eve compatriot. Exactly. If this is not somehow 
soft uh, prepping us for an announcement in quarter three or quarter four about alpha uh, testing opening or closed beta of that game, I'd be very surprised because this is like the obvious way of actually announcing that. I think uh, Ashtarathy was onto that too. I didn't think that was true when he said it. I don't think it's true uh, now. Uh, I, I think that game is uh, separate, but I would be pleasantly surprised if both you guys end up being right. Well, because, okay, where would you put the, the animated avatar stuff? Well, you would want it in something that runs in Unreal, right? Instead of currently what we have in, in EVE Online. So making our characters portable into that game into the Unreal Engine, with now being able to actually walk on planets, it's the obvious thing to happen. I'm not saying this is going to happen tomorrow. I'm just saying that we know that these things are in the pipe. I'm not completely out of the blue tinfoiling here. No, and you know, some you you have a company that agrees with you, uh, but I just don't want to get people hyped up about something that may not happen because it seems like to run this at the same time you're trying to uh you know uh launch a game is a big risk because deadlines happen things slide you know whatever and you don't want to you don't want to box yourself into two production schedules that have to work together okay but they're not they're not they're not connected those two production uh, lines are not connected at all it's two different well, teams. thematically they are right like yeah, yeah yeah thematically but they're not they're not tied together and there's no interaction necessarily going to happen between the two titles except for what we decide to law and role play right there's they haven't they they might they have mentioned that they might do something like that in the future but that, i think that's going to be potentially very far in the future this is not going to be the next two or three years that they would tie activities in eve online with activities in the new fps shooter i don't think that's going to happen okay all right, but anyway, this is about NPC factions going to war. A lot of stuff is heating up all over. Uh, and one of the things that was interesting, I'll take you back to that system now, when these dreadnoughts were attacking uh, this uh, system's planet, planet number four, uh, Thierry Jev. Uh, this is the home planet, because there's only one temperate planet. It's kind of a forested planet. And there was an admiral that retired there. Uh, his name was Admiral Noir. Alexander Noir, and he was a decorated Galente admiral, and he uh, uh, ends up retiring there with his wife, and uh, and then he is ceremonial ceremonially he is for a ceremony called back to fly a Nix to this peace summit that's happening in oh I forget the system Ishikun uh, headquarters I forget the system but it's right near uh, Jida. Well, and, it's to be expected, right? You do a peace ceremony and the Kaldari and their warlike behavior just clamps down on you. Right. Actually, I have Dotland open. Let me go find that system and I'll just, just to be accurate to... Uh, hello, please work. I'll try to get it to it this way. All right, so inside of Verge Vendor, which I think if you read the description of Verge Vendor, it's kind of a spiritual place. And... Uh, I think it's over here somewhere. Here it is. This is where we're going to go. Um, but I wanted to go to, so this is the area where it's at. I don't think you can see that. So right here, that's where this uh, system is. But let me go over to GDA. 
Yeah, it's just next to your ancestral home, right? You used to live in Evershaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's in actually Citadel, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to find ah there it is the Malcallan incident. So let me see if that's the system. Sorry, my mouse is not working anymore. So we'll we'll call that the Malcallan incident. So here it is. Uh, this is during this is actually back in 2008 when they launched the faction war, and the faction wars. And this was one of the incidences that incidents that brought the faction war on between empires. And so again you had. Uh, Ishakun headquarters, and they were having um, peaceful negotiations between Kaldari and Galente. And this admiral uh, is uh, flying a Nix as part of the ceremony. Very famous and well loved Galente admiral, and he ends up ramming it into the system. But he wasn't quite himself that day. I'll leave that mystery there. Chaos. This summit was supposed to bring hope to Galente Kaldari relations, but the Federation escort, a Nick's mothership flown by Alexander Noir, has set a deliberate collision course with this station. Thousands of people are forcing their way to escape hangars now, and our team is desperately trying to make it out on one of the evacuations. Whoa, I think the news team didn't make it out of there. So that admiral is from the planet that was bombed today. Uh, I don't know if it's related, but I thought it was an interesting little historic note. Burn it all. Can I just point out a small detail? I don't. I don't know if everyone in 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 channel right now knows about the very old meme of Eve has sound, but I'm pretty sure Eve does not have actual collisions. Well, you've never aimed at a station, have you? <laughs> I know when I when I saw oh, that I have been stuck on stations a lot, Madrol. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I want to do that. But um, I came to Eve, and I realized, oh, you just bounce off. All right, well, we're gonna take a quick little break here. We're gonna come back with. Uh, oh, is there anything else, guys? Before we go on a break? No, not really in the news. I think we've covered the news part. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to war after a while. Uh, I think. Uh, there's definitely some skirmishes going on, and Asbel has actually been, uh, I believe, planted inside of the constellation of 1Q. And uh, there's some activity there. It's a bit early to talk about. There's just a lot of heavy fighting going on right now, and this was expected. Uh, there's definitely a lot of challenging and re-challenging, and uh, so you're going to see a lot of heavy fighting. I think, uh, I think we're getting into the Trillions marker already, and uh, with no real... Uh, goals in mind except to constantly uh, test and retest and retest. So that's what's going on with the war. And we will come back to it and give you a full report when there's more to report. Uh, but for now, we're going to move to somewhere else. We talked about this. Uh, after the break, we're going to come back and talk to Abby about jobs in EVE Online that you can do now that are actually worth doing. Uh, but uh, give us a second. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. We are uh, going to talk to Abby now about what it would be like to be a gas huffer, uh, since he knows about it from his smuggling days. How's it going, Abby? I'm good. Thanks, Um, 
Yeah, so one of the uh, things that popped up recently in the industry changes in the last month has been the fact that they took uh, the not the wormhole gases. Uh, we're kind of talking about just like the high sec, low sec gases, the case based gases, uh, mycosarin and cytosarin. Uh, they were mostly valueless, worthless, Valueless. low value, low value. Valueless. Very. Yeah, very low-value items only used for uh, drug production combat boosters. Um, and they have now rolled them into these industry changes. They've become a lot more valuable. The um, the two main types you're going to be looking for is your, your micro... Excuse me. It's such a hard word to uh, to pronounce. Mycocerosin. And that will be mostly found in... Uh, select high sec systems in certain regions throughout all of low sec so anywhere in low sec if it's a low sec you can find a micro cloud and again in select null sec systems this is a, a gas that's mostly used for the synth drugs only right so the the other good drugs require the the cyto gas uh, this is used for the bad synth drugs but has become a main component now in a lot of this industrial stuff so it basically went from not even worth mining to being incredibly valuable. There's, and this um, can almost be said about all the things that's been changed recently, right? So changes to mining, yeah, even changes to industry. Anything changes. that's tied into that has increased by uh, significant percentages in, in value, right? Exploration is, is up. Uh, gas huffing is up. Mining is up. Industry is up. Everything that is sensitive to these changes is fundamentally up, especially if you look at the relative, so the real value, not necessarily the numerical value. But um, if if you if you look at the way that the mineral index uh, have changed and all these things, if you start actually looking at what an hour worth of effective mining uh, yields you, it's actually more in real value than it was before. Yeah, it's um I mean ice is up. Like ice has never changed in, in so long. It was so static and the way they changed the spawns of the sites um has really made ice become a lot more valuable. Um and as you said, even even ore, right? Simple simple low sec ore. Now because it's not in high sec, it's not in null sec, you can only get in a low sec where you will get shot and blown up and killed, its value has gone up. Um Irrespective of the people panic buying to mass create stuff before the energy changes. But um, so with gas harvesting, I mean, really, my philosophy is the cheaper, the better. So there is the Tech 2 Ventures, yeah, the Tech 2 Expedition Frigates, the Prospect and the Endurance. The Prospect is the only one you want to use for gas mining, but its only benefit is a, a extra cargo hold, which I don't think is worth the you know 30 times the cost so uh it'll it'll harvest just as quick as a venture so i always say look you're going to go to low sec you might be in a wormhole you're going to get blown up stick with a venture stick with cheap and uh make that money quickly um but yeah these sites are only scanned uh scanned down with combat probes or not combat probes core scanner probes in a core probe launcher <laughs> they are cosmic signatures you need to scan um, so when you get into a system, start scanning. The names um, are all over the place. You can get things like 
sparkling uh, nebula, glass nebula. But if it has, uh, regardless of what the first term is, if it's got nebula after it, it will be a cloud of gas you can harvest. I can't stress this enough. There is a couple of, when you scan them, they show up as gas sites, but they're actually not gas cloud harvesting sites. Oh, no. These are, yeah, yeah. So here's the problem. Gas was only ever used for the combat drugs, so it was so niche. We knew this. Um, so some sites you scan and it shows up as a gas site in your sensor overlay. When you, But it has a name. Uh, these are named things like chemical lab, processing facility, distribution base. Um, and then in NullSec, you also get things like digital matrix or digital network. If you get one of these sites, it's got a massive amount of rats and it is actually a combat hacking uh, site. So mm -hmm. you have to either kill the rats and then hack the cans or uh, SIG tank the rats and hack the cans. But it is where things like the combat booster uh, reaction form formulas come from, combat booster blueprint copies, uh, things, and even actually the new uh, capital required components come from there. So like the com molecular composite condensates, you know, these things that are dropping in the data sites, they are now actually dropping in those gas data sites as well. I think um, these are used for capital construction now, right? I think that's what yes, this is for. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I believe found in the yeah I believe the low sec stuff is used for other things, but the capital stuff you need to go to high end wormholes to get that. I believe. Yeah, I'm not on about it. It's not a gas product. It's the it's a new drop from. Data oh, hacking I'm sorry. Sites. So uh, yeah, in these in the ghost sites too, right? I think we talked about that. Yeah, when we had the it's yeah, dimensional and we covered that. I think. Any site that is a hacking mini game has the chance to spawn these uh, molecular condensate items. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, so it's actually a source for them. Uh, I mean, I got a, I did one chemical lab. It's a gas hacking site, and uh, I didn't need to kill the rats. I just used an estero and I sig tanked it, and um, I was able to get like forty million, thirty, forty million, I think, in just those new items. Mm. So, I mean, you know, a very good drop. But uh, anyway, so the gas, you want to be careful. Um, if it has nebula in the name and you're not in NullSec, you are safe. Um, that is a very good general rule of thumb to follow. If it's got nebula, it's going to be gas. And the only nebula sites that are dangerous are the ones that spawn in NullSec. So if you're in high sec or low sec and it's got nebula, you can just scan that down, warp to it at your venture um, and start scanning uh, or start orbiting the cloud and uh, huffing that gas. So that brings up, a, okay, so you, you brought us back to high sec and low sec. So if you're a new player or maybe new to gas sites, how do I go find them in, in high sec? Let's say I don't want to go into low sec and you just warned me, don't go into null sec. I don't even want to run the risk of having to scan down the right things. So let's do all this in high sec right now. What do I do? Where do I go? Okay, so if you want to stick to high sec and just get your toes wet with the high sec stuff, you are very limited by what you can do simply because the only gas sites that spawn in high sec will be tied to this old mechanic of the combat boosters. Okay, so there's only going to be eight regions um, that you can go to, which would be the Forge, Lone Trek, Placid, Solitude, Derelict, um, Iridia, Molenheath, 
and Hematar. So these uh, eight regions, and there is very specific constellations within those regions. Those constellations are going to be in low sec, but the region itself has a chance to spawn these sites in, in the high sec systems as well. I don't recommend it. You're going to spend too long scanning a site. Uh, Abby, you can, need... can you get a little closer to your mic? They're having trouble hearing you. I can't turn you up anymore. So, sorry. Yep. So um, I don't recommend looking for high sec to get to these sites. I highly recommend you putting aside less than five million for a venture and committing to going into low sec with the knowledge that you might die, but you might find one of these sites, make 300 million and get out alive. And that's 300 million in the course of, I mean, anywhere from half an hour to an hour, depending on uh, how quick you are to mine. Okay. All right. So you talked me into it. Uh, you know, I only have a few thousand skill points, but, uh, and I've never been to low sec. So what's next? Uh, 30 million sounds like a lot. What you got ship types, I'm going to guess. Uh, what do I do here? What do I do next? So um, we want to get that venture fit that we have um, up on screen here. I just went with a basic like Tech 2 fit. If you can't fit any of this stuff with Tech 2, you want to get a Tech 1 version. It'll fit perfectly fine. We're talking about gas or uh, mining? Yeah, the gas one. Yeah, the gas perfect. one? So, the gas um, one? Yeah, the gas one. So once you have your fit in your venture, I mean, really, I would just go with the closest low-sec system to you. And the reason is, is these sites are now in every low-sec system. Uh, there is no one favorable region. If you really would like to, you can concentrate in the eight regions that I mentioned that both used to contain only gas from the combat boosters. So those regions are, again, the Forge, Lone Trek, Placid, Solitude, Derelict, Iridia, Molen Heath, and Hematar. I will give Matterall a link here. He can drop it in something. Um... But just go to LowSec, find a LowSec near you, open up .LAN or open up the in-game map. I would check for, you know, systems with low amounts of jumps, so it'll be quieter per hour. And I would also maybe check, uh, you know, Zedkill or that EVE gate checker website to see if there's any smart bombs on the gates, depending on how safe and how precautious you want to be. Um, but yeah, just jump into that LowSec system start scanning uh drop your core probes start scanning your cosmic signatures and as you find something that says something nebula uh you're in the money um and you could very well be in for a good amount of isk there is kind of two versions of the site uh one version has uh like a thousand units in them and then another version has three thousand units in them so i'll tell you right now a bright nebula is a viridian micro seren cloud so i know it's a lot of words but what i'm telling you is it's um found in placid okay so anywhere in the placid region you could find a site uh well specifically the placid region now anywhere uh called a bright nebula it's got a thousand units it's worth 100 million it'll probably take you 20 minutes to mine that out and then if you find a site with 3000 units that's 300 million so, I mean, really what we're doing here is uh, just scanning, scanning for the nebulas, warping in. You'll land roughly within kind of 20 to 50 kilometers away, activate your prop mod, and uh, get over there. And, and a little a side thing. note then, to this is this, I think, is very useful for operating 
in smaller groups in raids. So I think this is actually a very nice little buff to what would normally be classified as the little guy, right? Because if you're not necessarily selective and just looking for one thing, if you're like scouting out your home turf, then you can kind of pick and choose all the different types of activity you can be doing and basically just wait for these things to actually pop up, right? Because there's, there's so much available opportunistically um, to you now in within a few jumps range. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, wherever your home base of operation is, uh, it's very unlikely you don't have a couple of low sec jumps near you. So all you got to do is just, like I take a scanning ship, I do a loop, I scan it the whole chain down, uh, maybe five or six systems, find the sites I, I want, uh, I go back, uh, get my scanning ship back in a high sec, and then I pick up my ventures, uh, get some friends in there, four or five of us will go and we'll wipe that cloud out in five, ten minutes, and then we will all get back to high sec, and I mean, if we do it quick enough, no one will even know we're there. You know, it's not dangerous. Low sec is not dangerous, people. Obviously, you can get blown up and killed there, so it is a little bit dangerous. People should not be afraid <laughs> of getting blown up and killed because all it takes is, is if you do this once for a half an hour, you have made, you know, a hundred times more than your ship is worth. And and it's it's great money. It's great content. You know, you'll get some combat shakes if you've never done this before. But I, I love the idea that Caleb said is don't try to hunt out a specific gas or uh you know one specific piece one specific material pick a couple of systems scan them wait 10 minutes scan again pop in the new signatures that that'll pop up and um, it'll make scanning and finding them a lot easier and quicker it's if a you bit just like, keep looping to me it feels a little bit like um if you are five maybe 10 guys and you have a roaming range of one constellation you can pretty much like jump around almost casually like scouting your local environment and then you're just reporting back to your friends oh i've got an exploration site or i've got a gas site and what do we feel like doing and then you're like jumping back to your home staging area and then you're just shipping and reshipping to exactly the type of, of operation you want to do right and because of what abby said it, it can be done fairly quick so yes you're at risk but it's fairly minimal risk uh, compared to to the payoff and it's fast enough so you are not at risk for too long. This is not like parking your orca for hours and hours on end. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> Remember, Abby was a smuggler for. No, no, come on! I'm I'm just as bad as as the next person. <laughs> I'll I'll be totally honest. I got completely destroyed on three characters by diamond rats. Can we show your video this week? Can we show your video. Now? Oh no, that that was different rats. Yeah, you can find that one. I got destroyed wormholing as well. Um, we do have a video a of you. Horrible smuggler. He was getting high on his own product. We do, have, we do have video of you uh, working the sites. Can we show that yet, or do you want to save that for? Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. No, work, work, work away. Um, so, the low sec, the case based gases. Basically, some high sec regions everywhere in low sec. Just go get them, guys. Grab a venture. If it's a nebula, scan it down. Start huffing the gas. You will be making money. You will be making amazing amounts of money. But when we talk about wormholes, it's a whole different ball game. When you're mining gas in a wormhole, it is dangerous business. Very dangerous business. There's no gas site in a wormhole that doesn't have rats. Uh, if they're not there at the very beginning, they will spawn within like 
15 to 20 minutes. They will kill your ventures. It is a whole different approach to clearing out and mining those sites fully. But you can always steal some gas in those 15 or 20 minutes before the rats show up. Make a small bit of money and then get out. Hopefully uh, make it out alive. Don't stick around and once they show up, don't try to fight them. Just take off. Yeah, yeah, unless you know what you're doing. But uh, yeah, run that video. We We might release this. I got a video of the various gas sites throughout New Eden. We're putting together a whole guide, so we're going to have plans for you. We'll have some advice for you and even some instructional videos like this so that you can, you can, uh, you know, try this out. Yeah, I think it just gives All you... All right, so this... Pe- the... No, go ahead. Finish your sentence. No, no. So um, this is at the very beginning. This is just showing off what some of these sites look like. Okay, so while the video is playing, can you then just kind of walk through some other strategies uh maybe for solo let's start there and then maybe you know a couple two three people is it all just mining or like all gas uh mining ships or do you bring one logi uh, should you bring one okay. combat give us some strategy for solo versus you know two or three buddies doing this right so obviously with this low sex stuff um when we're talking solo it's just going to be uh there's no dangerous combat in the nebulas when we go to uh, the wormhole space, um, that is where solo can be very uh, lucrative, dangerous, and with a high cost and skill point. Um, it's better, much better to go in groups. There is like three ranks of clouds in wormholes. The first rank, um, they can generally be done solo if you have a blingy ship um, or you know what you're doing um, or always always a valuable option is getting three or five guys together so uh in a wormhole if you're used to doing combat sites in a wormhole um you need a full fleet in the sense that you need dps and logi um ideally one or two logi one or two dps depending on what your fit is what you're bringing um but running it like any other site you would find in the wormhole will get you those rats killed after 20 minutes and will allow you to mine out the the rest of the gas that's in there. Right. This so on the video, so on video, this is low sec, right? This is so, low sec gas. So, yeah, so the makeup wanna... of the site seems very similar to other sites where the, the warp in point is the middle. There's some sort of equidistance, uh, 15, 20, 25 kilometers away. You're going to have to burn to it. It takes you a bit of time. So, uh, any cloaking strategies? Uh, no, any, no, just anything like uh, that. No, if if you're mining a low sec, hit hit that micro warp drive and and just go for it. Um, just start mining immediately. I will tell you, matter all, if you want to go ahead to, uh, it's like twenty minutes, twenty one minutes in the video, combat happens. Something exciting. Well, this is yeah. where I I feel like CCP <laughs> is is finally filling a gap in in the EVE gameplay and the ecosystem, right? This feels like mm, bringing in foraging instead of farming, right? When, when, you, when you need more dudes or more accounts, as someone pointed out, Ooh, the gas then you're farming, right? When you're doing this, you're more like foraging. And, and this brings in the whole value of intel gathering and, and scouting and tracking. And, and the next phase I would imagine that could arise from all of this game design is proper uh, hunter gathering right where it's like well 
these smaller groups uh, can also then clash and 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 start hunting and farming each other right um it just it just puts some activity within that whole granularity between solo gameplay and massive group gameplay now i feel like there's something for smaller organizations and groups where they can go and do something meaningful and actually make a living and i think this is also step one towards what i call homesteading where you start dumping down meaningful structures and 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 try to get a little bit of a foothold in a in a small range area all of these things i think is is pointing towards very very uh positive uh, things in the near future all right so abby what's going on here you look it looks like you okay. decided to attack those guys those rats yeah yeah so the first class of sites uh while hard they could kind of be done with two or three guys in battle cruisers i did them in a blingy fit confessor this what I'm doing right now is the medium tier of wormhole gas sites. This is being done solo in a very blingy Tengu. I would not really recommend it. You are much better off getting two or three guys in, again, uh, strong battle cruisers with some Lodgy, maybe remote rep Dominic's battleships. Um, this is these gas sites are in kind of C4s, uh, C3, C4s. Um, so you will need something strong enough to clear. Like I've had to warp off here uh, once or twice because my tank can't break them or they're almost breaking my tank. But I do, after 10, 12 minutes, I do actually manage to kill these rats and mine this site myself. Now, the, the value of this site... Uh, one sec. I'm going to give you a rough idea. It would be in a couple of hundred million. Um, what is it? It's a vast... So that is like 250 million to 300 million, roughly. Um, you need to do that a number of times to pay for a blingy tengu, though. Yeah, but I only did it in a blingy tengu just to show people. Ideally, you would do this in three or four battle cruisers right. uh, or a couple of two or three um, Something Dominixes. Yeah, with friends. Because yeah. it's going to take you a while to mine out all this gas, um, but it is possible. But the next tier up of gas sites is only found in C5s and C6s. This is the top tier stuff, right? Mm. This is what you're talking about being used in your Titans and your Supers. This is for cap, yeah, super capital construction. People are going to need to do this. Yes, yeah, so the these this site um, is not that one. The next one, uh, the core sites are, they are very hard. So as an example, I'm doing this in my Blingy Tengu and I managed to complete this site I go to do one of the vasts in this blingy tengu and it just dies. So oh, here we are now, right? Here I am coming in to do the vital. When you initially warp in, there will be no rats in the gas cloud, right? 15, 20 minutes later, uh, the rats will spawn and so you unless can, you're prepared. You can ninja yeah, some of this stuff. Yeah, that's where the phrase ninja mining comes from. You've got 15, 20 minutes, you can get a couple of hundred million um, out of that site with some friends. I mean, it is a perfectly viable strategy. I've done it when I'm all alone and I have no friends to help me kill the rats. I'll just ninja mine 15, I'm, 20 I'm minutes. I'm your friend, Abby. And, <laughs> and can, but, you, uh, can you link the fit for chat? We will, we will. Yeah, I'll the, distribute it. The, the fits are all there. Um, but you, oh, you, you threw off my thought now that telling me I was your friend. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, listen, if you mine the clouds for 15 or 20 minutes and then you leave it, they will respawn oh. at downtime. The rats will disappear and then you can mine out another 15, 20 minutes 
before the rats spawn again. So you can actually mine a gas cloud out 15, 20 minutes at a time over two or three days. There's this is your where worry. I... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Grey Wolf was asking, okay, what kind of components? And it's in a number of the new recipes, a lot of the, uh, some of the smaller mid elements that then go into the larger components plus the overall build. It, it's not enough. It's too much to be able to say, oh, these two or three components. But suffice to say that the gas is now a vital element all across the battleship and up changes that were made. Um, there's a number of shows that we've done. We can You can go look back through on YouTube and check those out. Uh, plus, it's written up in a number of places. Uh, it, unfortunately, it's too much to say, you know, these three things or these six things. So, yeah, as people are asking to deal with the rat. Yes, uh, in the wormholes, uh, you kill them and you come back and reship um, in in different ships. What we're looking at right now would be the um, these are the gas sites that scan up as gas sites. You'll see that on the uh, overview. It shows up as a gas site, but when you land on it, it's full of rats and it is a hacking mini game. These uh, this is where the synth and and stronger drug booster blueprints and stuff come from. Uh, so just be careful. These, uh, if if you're gas mining in your low sec, you want to go to the nebulas for fear you land on on one of these sites full of rats and get destroyed. This Very is also dumb. what ties into what I kind of mentioned with if you're working in small groups, then most of these sites are not something that's really a challenge if you're like three to five guys, right? That's absolutely. So you can like almost like ping your friends for help if you just noticed, oh, I just walked into uh, this kind of site with uh, a little bit more rats and stuff than I can solo, right? Um, and this does not necessarily require uh, a horrible bling fit like what uh, Harry was showing, right? It just no, no. Re require like decent fits, right? So so this is where it's just ecosystem-wise, it's, it's really, really a lot of nice content that's very friendly for 5, 10 well, everything beneath 25 or beneath 50 uh, people, right? It's it's very uh, effective what you can do in small groups like that. And it's also very chill and uh, relaxing. It's almost like reintroducing old school uh, uh, fleet mining, which I'm still hoping is going to come back. Yeah, uh, if you go to like 37 and a half, um, there's a little bit more. Yeah, I'll actually show you these sites. Yes, you can absolutely come back with two or three friends and and kill these uh, rats if you're clever um i actually use an astero fit and i sig tank and uh armor ancillary armor repair and then just hack a can at a time and then warp away repair and then come back again that's that composite molecular Jeez. condenser composite molecular condenser is that new thing i was on about yeah so if if you are five guys right and you're roaming your small little turf you can do many things alone, but if you just know that your friends are within two, three jumps range, then when you opportunistically discover one of the other sites, you're just going to be able to like ping them and they can join you for that thing. Maybe they need to go reship or something. But this is what I call perfect small group gameplay. And, and this is what I this is what I could have used 10 years ago because I would love to be able to do stuff like that, but I don't feel like building an organization again. Yeah, this is actually perfect. Like I'm I'm kind of running around with five friends right now and I'm usually in low sex scanning for these gas sites. A friend of mine is in wormholes doing the data's relics and looking for gas and, and PvP. 
and and we just kind of starburst from a, a high sec, low sec region we live in. Um, and we literally just go scanning, go five jumps, call people in. We'll mine the gas. We'll we'll kill someone if we find someone to kill. We'll get killed because they drop with ten guys. Great small gang con- content. R- Rundle, isn't this also rather friendly to almost like semi open fleets, um, casual acquaintance uh, collaboration? Yeah, I think it would be. Uh, you know, especially if you're gonna have a, a something like this where. You know, you just run so many of them that everyone kind of gets a, a can or two themselves uh, or gets a gas site or whatever it is, however they want to run it, right? Um, when, certainly can collaborate, especially on the gas mining side of things. Yeah, when so, we do these fleets, we like just do our own little small mutual SRP. So if five of us are gas mining and two of us get caught in a saber bubble and murdered, like the other three of us will help <laughs> pay their costs, right? It's like com- space communism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, for sure, like the, the gas sites, all right, because even in what I'm seeing here through the video is even in low sec, they have like three clouds, right? So if the three of you warp in, you each grab a cloud and then you go to the next site, you go to the next site, and you go to the next site. And you just kind of you know, have a little pickup group somewhere or find a few friends, um, you know, without having to worry too much about uh, being dropped on or anything, I suspect. Yeah, uh, the just, one thing. Go on. I was just going to uh, comment on the time efficiency. It's correct that you can say, well, this is not very per hour friendly, except again, if you're doing this in a semi-organized way, it actually can be from an organizational level because you're effectively, you're diversifying what you're doing. So in anything that's sensitive to things like diminishing returns or uh, local pricing and stuff like that, this is actually very healthy because you are doing many things and, and thus you're not risking uh, depreciation of the value of the things that you're doing. Yeah, imagine five people, right? Three in uh, in, in gas uh, harvesting ships, one in a, a cloaky hauler of some sort, maybe, uh, and then one in a scanner. And so someone goes scanning, they find one, they bookmark it. The other three go. The fourth one kind of pulls up some safe spot. They gar- grab the gas, warp to the guy, pop cans. Uh, warp to the guy who has it in the cloak, pop cans. He grabs it all. The other guy's already found another site, uh, next jump, that's the smower, and on and on around you go. And you kind of can roam very efficiently and quickly through multiple low-sec systems while being safe somewhat in numbers, but not safe in a combat sense, safe in, a, in an awareness sense. Uh, and yeah. you always kind of are keeping your, your, your loot safe. And then you just share it. Uh, you know, everyone's got their role, and you could be very efficient to Caleb's point. Yeah, and... and, and... And it's also more fun and engaging, right? And I think eventually as as the ecosystem team turns the knobs, you will see that this AFK 10 uh, boxing stuff is going to be sensitive to diminishing returns and the fact that you're basically killing your own profits, right? Where if you're diversified like this, you're not just having more fun because you're not playing AFK, you're also profitability-wise making a lot more ISK per hour and you can play like this for one or two hours with your friends and you will be making the equivalent of, I think, what you would have done in eight hours in an AFK-like environment. So I think this is the, the, the way that CCP is going. It's, it's almost like making the ecosystem the anti-botting and anti-multi-accounting uh, system. So just, just that's so correct. I mean, this is just really bringing in active, engaging playing. I mean, 
I have dropped on more gas mining ventures in the last month than I have in the two years beforehand. And I mean, wow. like 10 ventures and two Gnosis's that were like people are asking about links. And Gnosis is a great uh, link boosting ship for gas mining. It can also fit the gas miners and boost. Um, but yeah, it is small gang, like diversifying, like scan, scan, pick five or six systems, scan them out. Go do something else and then scan the new SIGs. And, and remember, then when you occasionally bump into your neighbor group, that's also like five or 10 people, what are you going to decide to do? Are you going to try and farm them? Are you going to get aggressive and actually try to hunt them down? Or are you going to try to figure out some sort of collaboration and scale up to from foraging to some sort of farming, um, exchanging goods and, and stuff like that? This is exactly what Eve has needed for a long time. All right, uh, Abby, anything else on gas harvesting? Again, we're going to have all this information for you. We'll either put it in show notes uh, on a page that we put out um, or it, soon, actually, we're going to have a website for talking in stations that's brand new. And I'll have a lot of these guides uh, for these new jobs that are around. Yeah, I just, I just don't want people to ever be afraid of losing. I mean, it's a venture, guys. You get them for like a million quid, go out there, try a bit of gas mining don't be afraid to fail don't be afraid to get blown up it's fun interesting and it's good to grab five bodies go out and make a silly amount of money in an afternoon if you can find the sites and these sites are oh, everywhere there's shortages to find. there's shortages of gas right now isn't there yeah, yeah gas has gone up for sure yeah uh, it and in the meantime, while, while you guys are working on the videos, they can come on to the Talking Stations Discord, come into the industry channel, I would think is probably the right place to come. Probably talk to a little bit of people about either if you're trying to find out how does this stuff get used. We should do a new uh, channel. Maybe start, you know, ask uh, some of the questions. Say that again? We should do a new, cha a new channel called like Harvesting or, or something. Or started, I, you know, yeah, it's almost like that. I prompted you for the Okay, idea. I said quit. Yeah. Quit is isk. It's just a, a money for, for Quit is a buck. Uh, yeah. It's a, yeah, if you, if you, if the, the unit fits, of unit of currency, yeah, the, the fits are on that video, <laughs> and we'll have them. Um, we'll we'll have them on the on the Discord. Um, if you really can't find them, drop drop in the Discord and drop me a message. I'll get you those fits. Get a million squids. I like that. Um, I think my favorite takeaway from this is there's always if if you've ever been in a nullsec group, there's a lot of idle time. Uh, even at war, sometimes there's idle time. And there's always a guy that knows how to do something. And he's like, hey, come with me. We're going to steal some dreadnoughts from this POS. I have the passwords. And he's an instigator. And so you're like, yeah, I'll go with you and do that. I'll keep you cover. I'll look, you know, see who's coming, whatever. And it would be cool for you to be that guy uh, to say, hey, I know how to do this gas mining. Anybody want to join me? Because you'll get three or four guys. They'll be like, yeah. And then you're the provider. And that's a really good... It's a really good feeling, actually. You feel like you're providing for for your friends to do something. Oh yeah, actually, one last thing is uh, the gas harvesting. Mm -hmm. The um, skill book is not NPC. Uh, Where is it? It's um. Uh, I'm just trying to find it now in game. What's it called? That's not true. It drops. Uh, I can find it right in the G to NPC station every time I go there. Is it? I thought you had the it's player drop. There's like 30 million for the skill. Yeah, G to 4-4. It's right there. I'm pretty sure G to 4-4 is an NPC station. I can just go right there. And but I it's not a training. It's not a training station, though. 
I see what you're saying. No, Sorry, okay, yeah. you're joking. Okay, yeah, I got it. Somebody else will buy it. Somebody else will loot yeah. it, and somebody else will put it there. Okay, but don't go to an that's, academy. A, don't go to a learning center. It's not right. going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It only comes it's from a, a drop, a so you have to buy them on market. <laughs> and it's quite expensive. It, it's uh, kind of about 30 million, um, which is a bit of a high expense for a skill for this outlay, but it, you'll easily make it back in one site. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, Abby. Um, more news? Anything else? Do we have any more news? Well, I was going to say, I think, I think we might uh, just to you know wrap up on the just to go back to the twelve days, the capsuleer, you know, eighteenth birthday, all that stuff. Is mm -hmm. don't forget about the video contest, right? That is still right. uh, in in the work, uh, ongoing. If you're interested in sharing with, uh, well, CCP Swift, who's actually in the channel right now, uh, oddly enough. Um, you know, hey, don't forget that. Share your share your fun over the last 18 years. Uh, that's still ongoing, so don't forget about that part of the celebration. And um, about that, if you people really, really miss uh, Elise Randolph slash CCP Swift, he is currently uh, active on the Angler Games and the tournament stuff, which is really nice to see his face on that kind of thing again. As a commentator. Yes, and doing a great job. And even Jintan showed his face again. So uh, I'm almost feeling like it's uh, pre-COVID times again. No one ever really missed Elise Randall, though. I mean. <laughs> well, he, he will always be in our hearts. Only that he's ever yeah. present, which he's is good. There. Which is he's good. Always, you can't really miss him. He's always around. He's everywhere now. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Abby, for, for that. Uh, again, we're going to do those kinds of, uh, you know, how to get involved with the new harvesting uh in successive shows uh over the next week or two weeks uh, we'll do mining and we'll do other stuff as well moon mining um but remember like this these changes are going to require a ton of new harvesting and that's where your opportunity is if you want to just turn something uh out of nothing you know you want to make something out of nothing that's how you do it otherwise you're going to be the guy at the mercy of the harvesters trying to find the lowest price to buy the things that you need to build. So there you go. Okay. Uh, thanks, um, Abby. And thanks, Rundle and Caleb. I think that's all the news we have today. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. Remember, today was the Quadrant announcement, and it looks pretty exciting. Uh, the ESS uh, banks are going to be uh, the big, big deal there, but there's some interesting stuff happening with bridges and empires of course. So uh, don't don't go away. Also, uh, 18th birthday is coming, so a couple days we're going to celebrate EVE Online turns 18. Patch day tomorrow, right? So Patch day tomorrow. I don't know what's going in, though. Uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe some fixes from that last big industry. Maybe there's a few it things. It seems so Not smooth. Not too many things up in turmoil, so it's yeah, pretty smooth. It maybe seems so smooth. Little... Yeah. Who knows what they fix? All right. Yeah. But that's all we have maybe time for. drugs illegal. <laughs> That's all we have time for. Uh, and CSM. Don't forget the CSM stuff. Nick Bison's running for CSM. Vote early, vote often. Nick, Nick Bison. He's not actually running, is he? No, he's not. That's yeah, he's not. Well, a joke, right? <laughs> We're going to get in sync. His campaign manager. He said, his, he said yeah. I was, recruit. Campaign manager, recruit said, Nick his, Bison. The, in, the interest, yeah, the, the interest in Nick Bison has been dropping since I missed a couple shows. I had to kind of, you know, put a little plug in for Nick Bison at the end. All right, good. By the way, yeah, you better cash those checks quick for you. You'll know, Don't Nick. Don't listen to Rundle. He's just an agent provocateur trying to mess up the election. 
All right. Uh, Grab control, Madrol. You've lost control. I, I feel like I'm running around in traffic, like on a freeway. Like you guys are coming at me from every direction. All right, but we are done, and we will see you pizza. next time on Talking In Stations. What kind of pizza? Fly Dangerous. <laughs>